And uh... No? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? No. It's Tuesday. You know what to do? We in here! Yeah! Gow! Yeah, it's that time, it's that time, it's that time, it's that time, indeed, we are on the corner, welcome, 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 to the preacher's corner, I am Pastor JT, this is... I'm Lady Fanita. That's her name. That's her name. That's her name. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we on. We on. Popping. We here. We here. We in here. We in here. Drop those angry emojis and tell somebody to tell somebody that we in here, we in the building. We on the corner, we on the corner, we on the corner. We on the corner, we on the corner, we on the corner. Lady is in the building. Yes, she is. Lady, you there? I'm here. Are you there? Yes, sir. What it like? <laughs> What's the temperature? How y'all doing tonight? Hope everybody's doing well. Oh. Her mic sounds nice. Check one. <laughs> yeah. We in the building. We in the building. We in the building. Good evening. Shout out to each and everybody. In the chat, yeah, drop those anchor emojis if you anchored. My soul has been anchored. That's right. Go ahead and say that for me. <laughs> My soul has been anchored. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do it again. No, My soul has been, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yo, look at here. Uh. Yeah, get in here. 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 Yeah, you sound good. I'm gonna put this over here. Yeah. No, that ain't what I was. Got it in here. Hit that like button. Hit the like button. Drop an anchor emoji. And this is your first time here. This is the Preacher's Corner, a place where we love preaching. We love some preaching. We love the Word of God. And we will give our reaction to a sermon. 
that we will present momentarily but before we get all the way down to that road we want to shout out to each and every mafia gang gang member in the building ah, salute we see ya keep dropping the ankles sure sure hit that like button and all all that good stuff man listen you can check us out Tune in to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify and Amazon Music. This is an In-House Production. This is an In-House Production. Yeah, yeah. See, sometimes you got to run your own promo. You got to run your own promo. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple, Spotify, and uh, Google. iHeart. And iHeartRadio. Uh, did I say Apple? Mm-hmm. Uh, Spotify. Amazon Music. Amazon Music. Google. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Directly right after this show will be... Uh, Recording for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we'll be recording for the podcast. Man, we've been taking a, a little hiatus. Yeah, taking a little vacation. But vacation's over. We're gonna get back to work. So, y'all, y'all, man, we're gonna get back to work. If by chance you haven't had an opportunity to visit the website, it is there. You will find everything that you need to know about everything that you need to know about everything that goes on on the corner www.thepreacherscorner.net There it is, that's how it is That's how we drop it And it's done How about it? Yeah Got that out the way Yeah, we got that out What else we need to get out the way? I believe somebody Just had a trying day Had a trying time And if that is you We want to encourage you To be encouraged Pass me by. Hold on. Battles won, will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying. Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So there's nothing that my girl can't change, including me. Yo, I live by his word and nothing else. Cause this word is so sufficient, it can stand on my itself. See the truth will set you free. Set you free. True indeed, cause I'm walking through the valley with the Lord as my lead. Get me a mission to be to you. I will succeed And so far my friends been answered Cause I got the tools I need So I'ma keep on pushing Let them edit my story If the end is after Christ I won't see you to get the glory I sleep some nights Devil got me thinking it won't be alright Pray for some more than I see some light You'll never understand Just how faithful we are in God's hands Some more 
God. I pray that that bless your soul, man. You're uplifted. You're encouraged. Yeah, we understand that as the lyrics say, we won't be able to reach each and every body. But we're going to die trying. We're going to try to reach somebody right here on the corner. On the corner. Yes, indeed. We are on the corner, man. Uh. Six downloads today. Twenty-six downloads today. Yeah, praise the Lord. Japan, Johannesburg, South Africa, Trinidad and Tobago, Port of Spain, Garafio Dor Norte, Brazil, Jundai, Sao Paulo, Joinville, Ataja, Porto Alegre, Brazil. We see you, Brazil. Jundaloop, Western Australia, Brisbane, Queensland, Australia, Lagos, Nigeria, Berlin, Germany. Dusseldorf, Germany, Frankfurt, Belgium, and Cologne, Germany, London, England, Mitten Keys, England, Dublin, Ireland, and Moscow, Russia. Moscow, Russia. Moscow, Russia. Got <laughs> mm. some more people. Oh, that shout out in Canada. Oh, Canada. Specifically, Rocky Mountain House, Montreal, Norwalk, Connecticut, Peterson, New Jersey, Ashburn, Virginia, North, Olmstead, Ohio, Cleveland, Columbus, Lakewood, East Point, Augusta, Griffin, Coverton, ATL, Wichita, Kansas, Memphis, Tennessee, Edmond, Oklahoma, Miami, Florida, Palm Beach, Orlando, Bellevue, 
Gary, Indiana, Schumburg, Chicago, Hammond, Illinois, Boise, Idaho, Burlington, Iowa, Austin, Texas, Katy, Texas, Plano, Lillam, Alvarado, Denbrook, Forest Hill, Burleson, Frisco, McKinney, Hurst, Saginaw, Mansfield, Kennedale, Irving, Grand Ferry, Dallas, Toledo, Ashley, Garland, Firefield, Houston, Grant, Dallas, Oakland, California, Fresno, California, San Jose, California, Clovis, California, Chico, California, Los Angeles, Sacramento, Las Vegas, Tyler, Texas, and Preview University. TVU. Tennessee and all the people at Stacks. Yeah! All the people at Stacks. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Shout out to Memphis and the folks at Stacks. Yeah! You know, I really love Memphis. I like Memphis, man. I, I can't wait really, to go back. I can go back again. I'm going to wait till they go finish with their war. They got a war going on. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, get yeah. the car stuff. Oh, I forgot about DC. DC. DC is Brooklyn in the house. That's what you wanted me to say. Yeah, Brooklyn New York <laughs> is in the house. Shout out to uh, Pastor Gregory Brown in Oakland, California. Faber Rose in Griffin, Georgia. Uh, my boy, uh, DC Division. Let's shout him out. And uh, shout at boy. Smoke to the bone by the Q. I'm Storm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Salute. Shout you out, shout you out. Listen, we got a good one. We got a good another preacher teacher that's uh, not too familiar. I love to go find these diamonds in the rough, man. Uh, and specifically individuals that don't have a, a large following. Individual that's powerful and and preaches some kingdom principles. I love it. I love it. I love it. He's none other than the. Uh, I wrote it down. Where I put it? Um, I got so much stuff, and I just be writing down stuff. And, uh, name Pastor. Pastor Troy. Pastor Troy. Pastor Troy. This ain't my. This ain't my. It's Pastor Troy, Pastor Troy, not the rapper Pastor Troy, but uh, Pastor Troy, Batten, I hope I'm saying that correctly, Word of Life Worship Center. So you know, I I don't, I don't know the guy, but I ran across this video and I said this would be what, a great place to, to continue on talking about the kingdom. It's going to bring more clarity to what we heard last night from the bishop. That we uh, did the reaction on last night, man. So we pray that you'll be blessed by what we hear on tonight, man. This is strictly for the lovers of preaching, all kind of preaching, slow preaching, fast preaching, 
preaching, preaching, all of the preaching right here on the preacher's corner. First, we gotta give you this, 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 this disclaimer. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. Amen, amen, amen. What the little man said. What the little man said. Yeah, so, Lady Mayberry. Yes, sir. Our topic for tonight. Our topic tonight is kingdom versus carnality. Kingdom versus carnality. Y'all know this is going to be a good one. Baby, I'm kingdom. I'm walking in it. Walking in I'm walking in my citizenship. Yes, yes. Y'all ready for some preaching? Stick around, man. Yeah. Jesus for blessing us, Lord, blessing us to be here tonight. We thank you for giving us yet another opportunity to sit at your feet and to receive fresh rhema from heaven. I bind the work of the devil right now in the name of Jesus, that there be no distractions, but that your word would go forth and accomplish that which you've sent it to. We thank you, Lord, and we surrender to the power of the Holy Ghost now. In Jesus' name, amen. Church said amen. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, get your Bible out. Amen. We need this. Amen. We need the Bible because it's the truth. And without it, we don't have any truth. Amen. And we don't have anything that we can lean on. And so um, we've been preaching this series here for Wednesdays entitled Sacrifice. We just started it last week and we're going to preach Sacrifice Part 2 tonight. Amen. You know, Sacrifice I shared it last week, but anything worth having is worth sacrificing for. Amen. You know what? This world is set up in that if you want to have success in anything that you do, it could be college. What are they going to do? They're going to tell you you got to sacrifice, right? You know, I had some experiences in college and I said, man, I just don't understand this. I'm taking a general education class, but why is this teacher giving us six books? This is not my major. This is just something I'm trying to get through. Well, they don't really care because you're going to have to sacrifice if you're going to achieve that or make it to that end goal, which is your degree. Well, anything else, you want to go to work, you want to have success, you want to advance. Most of the time, there's sacrifice, right? You have to get things done on time. Anybody in here, amen? You got to get, if, if they say, um, we need this or that done, well, how well you perform determines whether or not you get promoted. But sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes we don't feel like it. You guys ever been there? You say, I don't feel like doing this, but isn't it something how you learn quickly that, hmm, they didn't ask if I felt like doing it. it. It seems like this is something that's required of me. Amen. And so you're willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice is to give up one thing to gain another. Amen. And so oftentimes we're willing to do that. But we have to understand how this works in the kingdom of God. Um, the subtitle of tonight's message is Kingdom versus Carnality. Kingdom versus Carnality. Now, 
If you want to be helped, you will be helped. Amen? Amen. You will be helped by the word, and, and these things are going to help you, uh, give you some, some strong foundation to stand on. And so kingdom versus carnality. Now we, and when I say we, I'm speaking collectively. Some of you may watch this and you don't know Jesus yet, but we'll give you an opportunity to receive him um, at the end of tonight's message. But when I say we, I'm talking about we as believers, we as Christians, amen? We are designed to live and function in the kingdom of God. How many of y'all know that? You're designed to live and function in the kingdom of God. But where is the kingdom of God? Hmm? In us, see? And sometimes people think of, when they think of the kingdom of God, they think of a place. But the kingdom of God is actually not a place. The kingdom of God is the rule and reign of God. Amen? It's God's governmental system. It's God's rules. It's the way God works. So it's God's uh, uh, dominion and uh, authority. Amen? And so I can walk around. That's why we say the kingdom of God is in us. I can walk around in the earth, but I can be living according to the kingdom of God. Amen. Let me know I could be in the earth and I can be benefiting what from the kingdom of God. And so it's God's system versus man's system. And we have to be careful and we have to make sure that we prioritize and and pay attention to what we should be and how we structure our lives as Christians. We are built. We are to build our lives based on kingdom principles. Y'all with me? You don't, do you learn any of that at school? We used to. And you don't need to say, man, they're not going to teach you about biblical principles and how to put God first and how to get the blessing on your life. You won't learn those things in school. But we as Christians are to build our lives based on kingdom principles and not the carnality of the world. Not the carnality of the world. Let's go over to Matthew, Matthew chapter 6. We'll look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. We'll look at it in the Amplified, and then we'll continue on and, and just get some revelation here and let God help us. Matthew 6, 33. And so he says in the Amplified, he says, but seek. What's the word seek mean? Hmm. So, so we have to ask ourselves sometimes, like, you know what? What am I actually seeking? What am I working towards? Amen. What am I trying to get better at? What am I really trying to get good at? And most of the time we'll have something that we could say, yes, that's what I'm doing. And how do I know that that's something I'm seeking? Because I'm spending time in that thing and that thing's on my mind. Y'all with me? I really want this, so I'm pressing and I'm doing what I need to do, and I'm seeking that. Well, this is what the Bible is telling us to help us, because there's a secret that the world doesn't want you to know. So you could seek the world all day and all night, but the world cannot give you the kingdom. Can I get an amen right there? You could seek and do everything that the world says you have to do, but the world cannot give you any status, any advancement in the kingdom of God. But if you learn to seek the kingdom of God, how many know if I learn to seek the kingdom of God, come on somebody, the kingdom can get me promoted on my job. Oh, if I can learn to seek the kingdom of God, I mean, oh, the kingdom, come on, can get me into any school I want to go to. Are y'all with me? And see, we've got to understand the power of the kingdom. And we have to understand that we as Christians are to build our lives. I'm not to build my life based on this world system. Because if I build it up based on what they say, then guess what? They can strip me down. 
At any given moment, they can take it from me. But if I build it based on kingdom principles, then now there's nothing that I'll lack. Amen. And so he says here, but seek. And so he's saying, seek, aim at and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness. So now, so that we know that this, once again, is not a place. When people talk about the kingdom, it's not a place. Yes, it's referenced as the kingdom of heaven, but that's not what this scripture is talking about. Amen. We're talking about, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing what? And being right. So see, that's God's system. So now I'm going to seek. Oh, well, well, how does God do it? You with me? See, how does God handle his money? Come on. How does God raise his kids? What is? Oh, come on. Y'all. How does God? What does God allow? What does God disapprove? That's what I want to learn about. I don't want to be like the people down the street just because they say that this is what's OK. No, I want to know what God says. I don't want to just agree with the commercials, come on somebody, that they keep pushing out. You know why they're pushing it out? Because they're trying to impact your subconscious mind. Because inside of you, there's something that's saying, that's not right, that's wrong. But they want that to become dull. Amen? But we have to understand that, look, if I'm going to benefit, if I'm going to be able to reach whatever level God has for me, I've got to understand the kingdom. And I've got to understand that maybe I'm here. Y'all have heard it said we are in the world, but not of the world. Amen. We are in the world, but not of the world. And so as I'm continuing here, it says you're to aim and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. Now, if you do this, and this is what the secret that the devil doesn't want you to know. The devil wants you to think that the only way you can get more money is you got to work more overtime. Huh? The devil wants you to think that the only way you can survive and that you can outlast hardship and hard times is to cleave and and hold on to whatever you got. I'm talking about whatever little bit you got, you better squeeze it. You better squeeze it and you better keep it. Because you don't know when that rainy day is coming. Y'all with me? But what does God tell us in his word? He says, if we seek God and his ways of doing and being right, then he says, and then all these things taken together will be given you besides. So what that means is you're going to have some extra. So he said, everything that you're looking for, we maybe we'll look at this later on, but all the stuff that everybody's seeking for, clothing, food, and necessities of life and everything that is taking up people's attention. Guess what? God says, if you seek my kingdom. Oh, you don't have to just give up everything and have nothing and go around here being broke as a Christian. Come on, somebody. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread. God is not a man that he would lie. I guarantee you, man, if you trust God, he'll come through. He'll provide. He'll move heaven and earth to get you your stuff. But you've got to prioritize. You've got to be willing to sacrifice. If you decide that you're going to put everything and everybody in front of God, then guess what? You are telling God that my system works better than yours. Amen. 
How many know God can open up doors that no man can shut? Revelations 3.8. He can have people that told you no have to call you back and say, oh, my bad. Y'all with me? This is the way it works. But in order for us to get the benefits of it, we've got to prioritize kingdom versus carnality. This carnality is ramping up, man. It's pushing its way into the church. Come on. Not only is it pushing its way into people's houses, it's pushing its way into the actual buildings, the actual church buildings. Amen. The things of God are becoming less and less popular. We want less of God and more of lights, camera, and action. Amen? But I'm telling you, there's going to be a rude awakening coming. Amen? A rude awakening coming. And anybody, and glory to God, all these preaching sermons I've been doing, they're all recorded. They'll be playing when everybody's reminded. They're going to be playing. I say, that, that man been preaching that stuff for years. When all this stuff starts going wrong on people, when everything starts falling apart because people have prioritized and put their trust in the wrong things, guess what? You'll be able to look back and see what Pastor Troy was preaching. Because I've been preaching this for years. And I'm never going to stop until God calls me up out of here. Amen? Because these are the things that we need to make it in life. Now, if I understand that if I seek first God, if if I'm seeking the world, they can't give me God. How many know your job can't give you peace at night when you're trying to sleep? You might have got a bonus, but they, they're not going to help you rest at night. But how many know you seek God? Come on. He can help you get that bonus and you can get some sleep. How many of y'all want to get the bonus and the pay raise and sleep well? I mean, th this stuff is really possible, man. This stuff happens. But we've got to learn to prioritize, we got to set some standards. You know, this sacrifice, man, it's not always easy to press into the things of God. It's not always easy to read your Bible. Amen. It's not always easy. Come on to get up and pray. It's not easy to do those things. But how come it's easier to do the other things? Y'all with me? I mean, y'all know I believe in working and working out and all that kind of stuff. But, man, you know, it's not always easy to go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? You got to, like, prioritize and sacrifice. Well, what God is saying is if you realize that you can do that because you want something, you want to gain something, what you going to do for me? I mean, I already know you know how to sacrifice because you didn't feel like going to work. And you sacrificed. You got up and went anyway. So I know you know how to do it. How come you don't sacrifice for me? Everything with me got, got to be convenient. Y'all with me? Well, they had church at, well, we already got it on Sundays at 10. I mean, that's not that late. Some people say, well, I wish it was 11. Well, if we had it at 11, some people would say they wish it was at 10. See what I mean? And so seek first the kingdom. This is what God is saying, and I'm going to really just emphasize this. Now, we live in a carnal world. Would y'all agree? How about this? Does it seem like we're getting closer to God or further away? All you got to do is watch a TV show from the 50s and watch one today. And you will say, what happened? Well, we live in a carnal world. 
that is designed to pull you away from God. Now, here's the travesty of all of this. Churches are spending too much time trying to comfort people when we should be warning them. We should not be comforting people. We should be saying, hey, man, don't go over there. People are getting killed over there. That's what we should be doing. But what's happening? We're becoming seeker friendly. Let me just make it easy because I don't want to. No, man, I, want, I don't want nobody going to hell on my watch. Man. You just got to be willing to do it. Amen. The truth is the truth. We got it. We got to live it. We got to live it out. We got to stand for it and say, you know what, man, I'm going to seek the kingdom. Because we live in this carnal world. They're trying to, I mean, you ever think about it? Why are they always trying to slip it into everything? They want to slip the ways of the world in on you every chance they get. Don't you understand that there's a battle for your soul? If your soul didn't matter, they wouldn't care. Amen? How about people would just mind their business? What you do is good for you. You just do it. Well, if it's really good for you, why are you trying to push it on me? And that's the way the world is all set up. Well, we do the same thing in the kingdom, but we really believe what we believe is true. So we are sharing and spreading. But now we have a commission. Jesus says that you're to go out into the world and teach the truth, proclaim it. So we're under a mandate. That's a part of our kingdom that we're in. But I bet you Satan got some people on a mandate too. Amen. And he won't let them be quiet about it. So they're going to push and fight and try to get us uh, to, to jump on their side. And so once again, we live in a carnal world that is designed to pull us away from God. Now, what is carnality? Carnality is pertaining to or characterized by the flesh or body, its passions and appetites, not spiritual, merely human, temporal, and worldly. And so what does that mean? Everything's all set up for you to what? Please the flesh. Please the flesh. You know, whether, whatever you're doing, it's all set up. It's, it's based on the senses. You know, it's, it's got the feel good, look good, all this, all this type of stuff. But it has nothing to do with your spirit. So if we spend our days feeding our flesh, our spirit man, which is the most important, is actually in there starving because there's no provision for him. There's nothing there. There's, that's why it takes sacrifice. See, when you come to church, when you could have been doing something else, guess what? You didn't come to feed your flesh. You came for your spirit. Come on, your spirit needs to eat something. Now, the, the, the wonderful thing about God and, and him being so gracious is our spirit can do a lot with a little bit of food. I'm telling you, man, our spirit can do a lot with a little bit of food. And so but we've got to realize the necessity here and let's press in because everything in the world, everything from the date, from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. You're going to find more things trying to pull you away from God than those that are pushing you in. Amen. how many of y'all get reminded by people outside of your family to just go ahead and press into God? You ever just have people come up to you, hey, how close are you to God today? You got, you got people, come on, you ever had anybody just come up to you? Uh, just, you know, just out of blue, just come up and, and just say, hey, uh, 
you know, uh, just want to make sure you read your Bible today. They don't really say that, huh? But you have other people telling you about other stuff, right? Have you seen this? You've seen that? They want you to try this, try that, eat here, eat there. They're pushing their agenda. And they'll come and they'll go out of their way to get to you. They'll go out of their way to get to you. Amen? But it's going to take us sacrifice. So we're here. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm here. So obviously if you're here, you didn't come for your flesh. Right? You came for your spirit. And so, once again, this carnality, this is all about kingdom versus carnality. Carnality is pertaining to or characterized by the flesh. Body, it's passions and appetites. Not spiritual, merely human. Temporal and then worldly. So now this is dangerous. The things of the world, please hear me, church, they will all pass away. Every single one of them. Have you ever just... Wanted something real bad and you got it and next thing you know that thing is old already. I mean, what? It's old and you wanted that, man. I mean, especially kids. You ever notice this with kids? You're raising your kids up. They really want something and then you, you give it to them. And man, one week later, they ain't even playing with the thing. I mean, kids, you know, sometimes kids are more interested in, and more intrigued by the boxes that stuff come in. It's like, wait a minute, we spent all that money to get that, and you messing with the box? But see, these things all fade out. They all get old, and that's why we're not to put our attention on them. Go to 1 John, 1 John 2.15. We'll look at this in the NLT first. 1 John 2.15 in the NLT. So sacrifice, it will require some sacrifice for you to grow in the kingdom the way God wants you to. All right, y'all got the NLT out there? What's, which one is this one? It says MKJV. That's all right. Let me see. Okay, there you go. So it says, do not love this world. Now we're talking about carnality. It's all over in the world. Do not love this world, nor the things what? Hmm. The things that the world offers you do not love this world, nor the things it offers you for when the love. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Go back real quick. I'm not thinking. So two. Yeah, just go to 15 real quick. I can pull it up. I'm going to back it up. All right. Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. But when you love the world. You do not have the love of the Father in you. Now, stop right there. Would you all, as Christians, say that's probably a warning? Because, like, I don't ever want to be in this life without the love of the Father in me. Like, I'm heavily dependent on that, man. I can't make it. Y'all with me? Anybody? Any, I'm talking about God. You know, you're talking about, please don't leave me which we know we have Jesus. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So, but just the thought of it. And so he's saying, if you love the world, then you do not have the love of the father in you. Next verse. For the world offers you only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see 
and pride in our achievements and possessions. Now stop right there. This is what the world does. Satan will pump you up to do something, and then he's going to say, go tell everybody you did it. Oh, you're not getting enough recognition. You did all that, and they didn't even, they didn't even acknowledge you. See, that is the world system. When I'm doing something for God, I don't need no applause from anybody else. Come on, somebody. I'm doing this. I got kingdom reward. When I get a revelation of kingdom reward, I am getting reward, rewarded. God says, if you would do what you do and you're doing this for me, he says he will reward me openly. You're not even supposed to do things for God and then go tell everybody. It's like God uses you to buy somebody something and then you're going around telling everybody, you know, I bought that for them. Well, are you are you in this for worldly reward or kingdom? If it's kingdom, you just do it. You just do it because that's what God said. And so what he's saying here, this pride in our achievements. Look at this. Isn't this the way this is set up? Any type of competition what is it? There's always some type of reward. Now, I'm not saying that we can't compete, but I love it when somebody has good success and their first chance given, they give glory to God. Now, I love that. Amen. I love when some because I'm all I love sports and stuff. When somebody competes and when they first get a chance to speak, they say, I want to thank my Lord and Savior. Well, I surely do appreciate that. And so you can enjoy the benefits of having success in this world system, but not be attached to it and not be in love with it. I am a kingdom, a citizen, a, a citizen of the kingdom of God, but I'm having success down here because I got favor. He surrounds the righteous with favor as with a shield. He says that he'll give you favor in the sight of God and man. Proverbs 3, 4. Now, but see, this is a information that Satan doesn't want you to have. He don't want you to be able to equate reading your Bible with having success at your job. He don't want you to get that. He don't want you to be able to equate reading your Bible and reading about peace. And now all of a sudden you got peace with everybody. Come on, somebody. Don't nobody do me wrong because I'm in favor with God. He says he'll give me favor in the sight of God and man. But if I keep trying to please man and chase after man and make this one like me, that one like me, any one of them can turn on me anytime they want. But if I'm seeking the kingdom, come on, somebody, God, ooh, he'll have the one that tries to do you wrong. He'll shut them down. It's all in the Bible. Amen. But we've got to be those people to say, I'm going to prioritize. Now I'm going to seek the kingdom. They don't teach that. They don't, they don't really teach that on, uh, you know, in sports programs. They'll, they'll give you your uh, playbook. They'll say, study this. But they don't give you a Bible. Amen. Now, there are some examples where that has happened. And there's some, some teams that have had some great success because they did put a priority on God. But you want to, okay, I'll take the playbook, but what's going to make this playbook work for me is this Bible. What if we just live like that? What if we raised our 
kids up like that, where they are dependent on this. They say, you know what, you want to have success? That's good. Lift weights, run fast, do what you do, but you better stay in that Bible. Because that's the only thing that's going to work for you. It'll keep you. Amen? But we're talking about the kingdom of God. We're talking about God's way of doing things. Now, um, next verse, he says, these are not from the Father. So everything the world offers is not from the Father. It's from the world. And the world is trying to get you to sell out for it. How many people you, you guys heard of who started out in the church? Oh, but they had to leave the church, right? They had to leave the church to have any success. A lot of these singers and stuff like that, they, they started out in the church, grew up in the church, singing for Jesus. Then they had, to, they had to dump him. They had to turn on him, what? To get the fame of the world. But guess what? When it's their time to go, they're going to try their best to remember something from their early days when they were with God. Amen. See, we can't sell out for the temporal. It's like people today, they sell out for the temporal. You're going to sell out for your body to keep your body looking young. You, you're going to get old eventually. I mean, I don't care what you do. What, how many things they put, you know, how many shots of whatever you take. Eventually, because you're in this earth system, your body's going to start to get older. So you've got to be prioritizing and stacking, stacking treasures in the kingdom of God. Let's look at these two verses in the, uh, let's look at it in the message translation. The message translation. Because I, I really want us to get this so that we understand, you know, this kingdom is the way to go. And we've got to shut this carnality down. The uh, message translation up there. Let me see. These guys get me spoiled, so I'm going to have to start making sure I got it on deck. Yep, I know you. You're working it. So which, which are we in? First John. Let me go to First John. All right. Yay. Clap it up. Clap it up. Come on. Hey, that's not easy. Especially me, I, I get to going and I, I, I get so many scriptures and I, I'm one of those pastors that want to get it in different versions and everything. So um, it's not always easy to follow. But he says, don't love the world's ways. Don't love the world's goods. Love of the world squeezes out. Y'all see this? See why I go to different translations? Love of the world squeezes out. Love for God, love for the Father. Next verse. Practically everything that goes on in the world, wanting your own way, wanting everything for yourself, wanting to appear important, has nothing to do with the Father. It just isolates you from him. See how this is all set up? It's set up to pull you away from God, to get you in a corner so the devil can steal, kill, and destroy. And that's why we have to sacrifice. We have to make sure we go the extra mile. You know what? If I got to get up a little early so I can get some Bible in me, then let me do that. 
Maybe I'm, I might miss out on the extra sleep that I could have gotten, but how far can that take me? What if I just give that spirit man just a little something to eat? What if I give him a little nourishment? What, what might my day be like? Amen. What might my day be like? Because as soon as I get over there, they're going to be demanding. They're going to pull me left, pull me right. They're going to try to take everything I got just to hit their mark for the day. Cold thing about this world is they'll use you up today. And then they'll use you up tomorrow and they'll keep using you until you are of no value to them anymore. And they will replace you. Amen. And so if I, this is what he is saying. If you love this world and all the stuff that's in this world, it's designed to isolate you. It'll squeeze God's love out of you. Then here's what happens is you start acting like people. Oh, come on, man. You stop acting like God and you start acting like people. Come on. Next thing you know, you're talking like them. Why? Because God's love is getting squeezed out. It's getting squeezed, man. It's, getting, it's choking you out because you're not feeding that spirit man. But if we can just feed that spirit man, if we can say, you know what, kingdom versus carnality, well, in my book, kingdom wins. In my book, I'm going to prioritize the kingdom way. I'm going to start prioritizing and living my life according to the, oh, come on, somebody. I'm not about to let the world tell me how I'm supposed to run my household. I'm about to let the kingdom tell me how I'm going to run my household. I need God's blessing up in here, man. We can't let the world tell us how we're supposed to do everything. And then what? The world sees us dying on the vine. Come on, the world sees us running low on oxygen. And they don't come help us. They wait for you to die so they can take what you had. Amen. The world ain't going to help you keep what you got. They wait for you to die off so they can take it and take ownership of it. But if I can prioritize, start living my life the kingdom way. What if we start teaching these principles? We can instill these things. See, I don't think it's taught enough. It's not taught enough that we have to sacrifice. We have to sacrifice for God. We have to prioritize and put God first. You know, I don't think it's taught enough. And so what happens is we find ourselves going through life and we see everything getting promoted above God. But then in the end, it's going to be tragic. But if we prioritize, and we say, you know what? It's God that's going to be with you when you don't have this other thing you've sold out for. See what I mean? But if you don't learn this, if you don't learn these biblical principles, you don't learn how to put anything into it. Come on. What are you putting into this relationship that you have with God? I've been talking about this, but it shouldn't be so one sided. God's ready to talk to you at any moment, but you don't have much time for him. Somebody's been tricked. Somebody's been deceived. See, that's what's happening, man. People getting deceived. But if we just keep seeking the kingdom, God will make a way for you. God will help you. Listen, I, and I... I've experienced this, man. I experienced this in my life. That's why I have the life that I'm living right now. I have this life. I have a blessed family. 
Amen? My marriage is blessed. My house is peaceful. My kids are blessed. Come on. They're doing good. Why is this? Because I learned about biblical principles early on. Amen? I was the one that was making my kids go to church when they wanted to go do something else. Y'all with me? Now, people watch this, and, and, I'm, and I'm, I understand this. See, God gives me greater understanding when I get to reading the Bible. And, you know, most, most of the men of God that was doing something for God had a lot of haters. Moses had a lot of haters. He had a lot of murmurers and complainers. Everybody complained about Moses, but God didn't complain. Until, you know, Moses let the people get under his skin and he hit that rock. But before that, God was like, okay, we'll do this, do that, and then I'm going to shut them up. That's what it says in Numbers. I said, yeah, I'm going to shut them up. Mm -hmm. Well, if we just realize, like, it doesn't matter what everybody is saying. Is it right before God? If your kids want to do something that's not right before God, don't worry about them being mad at you. I mean, what? You want them mad at you? You worry about them mad at you or you want God's blessing on the house? Y'all with me? See, that's what has to happen. We got to train them up in the way in which they shall go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. I'm, I got fruit, man. I got fruit of this stuff. But I had to sacrifice all them years ago. Me and my wife had to sacrifice. We had to say, no, no, no. You can't go over there. No, no, you can't do that. You can't do what everybody else is doing. Well, that's, they'll thank you later, man. I'm telling you, they will thank you later for teaching them to choose the kingdom because this thing is going to last. I mean, I'm telling you, I said it. People will be able to run this back. You're going to hear all this stuff that's being preached, prioritized. I've been preaching this since my kids were little. You know, let's let's prioritize. Let's put God first. Right. Me and my my wife have to. I mean, man, we've passed up on jobs for God. So, no, you can't work over there. I don't we don't believe in what they stand for. You can't work over there. Oh, no, no. We'll do some other stuff, man. God will provide and he has never left us hanging. We ain't never been out in the cold. Amen. But see, we don't compromise because we prioritize kingdom living. We prioritize kingdom. We want to, I'm not looking for no gray areas. I'm looking at kingdom. Can I get kingdom instruction? No, not what I can get away with. I don't want to get away with nothing. I want favor. Can I get kingdom instruction, God? That's what I'm seeking. Amen? And so don't let this world isolate you. Because you didn't put them first. They put the, I see all these people doing this, man, and, and they, oh, they sacrifice their time with God, their, their kids' time with God. They don't teach their kids to prioritize, they let the kids do everything. And that's that kid that's later on struggling. When you have the power to influence them now, to teach them to prioritize, put God first, because God's going to be the one that's there for you. You know what I mean? The people sacrifice for everything. That's why they always try to have sports events on Sundays and they want to take you out 
of the, listen, when they're done playing sports, guess what's still going to be happening? Church. When they're done playing sports and they need help with their marriage, guess what? It's going to be the Bible and church that's still working for them. See what I mean? But this world is set up, man, to yank them. I've been dealing with that, boy, since my kids were little. Like, man, you guys, wow. There's no priority on kingdom things. You know, the coach said, we want to practice all day. Man, yeah, that's good, but you just going to take all their time? I mean, man, you ain't gonna, so, so what happens when they start failing in school? You're going to just dismiss them, right? That's what they do. But if we stick with the kingdom, you can tell I'm passionate about this, but listen, I'll tell you something. You'll be passionate about something you believe in, and you're more passionate about it if you're doing it. That's intimidating to some people, but I'm one of those people. Don't come try to train me in something you ain't doing. I can get an amen right there, but I, I don't believe in that. You know, if, you, if you, you can't come train me to do something you're not even doing yourself. So that's why I'm so passionate about everything I preach, because everything I preach, I live it. Every, all of it. I don't give compromise. I don't. I've had talks with people and I'm like, you see it, man. I invite you. Come on. Spy on me. Put a get a drone and let the drone follow me. Because this is the way I live. This is the way I raise my kids, man. Me and my wife. Praise God. And so we don't want to let the world choke out the love of God and squeeze it from us. Amen. Don't just let all, and then have some standards, you know, some kingdom standards. If God says yes, then you say yes. God says no, you say no. Regardless of who cares what everybody thinks. No. God said no, so that's a no over here. Amen? And once again, don't try to see how much of the world you can get away with having. That's a dangerous thing. Well, it doesn't say I can't do this. Why are you looking for the gray areas? Just look for the blessing. You know what I'm saying? That don't even make no sense. People, you, if you're going to take time to search out the Bible, why are you searching? Well, it said it don't say I don't, I can't. You, you know, if you're dancing around, you probably shouldn't do that. But we should be searching out the blessing. Instead of searching out, I, you know, I can do this a little bit, do that a little bit. No, come on, man. Carnality versus kingdom. Let's go to Colossians. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. And so, I believe if we learn to prioritize and we put kingdom first, man, God will take care of you, church. He'll help you. You'll go through tough situations and God will pull you out. I mean, there's, I've seen God turn some things around in, our, in, in my life, for, for my family. I've seen him do it for other people. Because if we go the way of the world, we disqualify ourselves from the miraculous. So we step away from the supernatural. But if we stay with God, we say, well, God, it doesn't look like this is working out for me. But God says, don't worry about it. Watch me give him a, a kingdom turn. I'm going to turn that thing around for you. But 
you've got to continue to trust him through it all. But now you have to say, what kind of a life am I living? He says, Colossians 3, 1, if you then be risen with Christ. So what does that mean? How can I rise with Christ? I'm preaching this on Sundays. Come on, what? More of you? So how am I going to rise with Christ? Well, I got to be dead. I got to die to self. Just like Jesus was dead and he rose again. So if I'm going to rise, that's what it means to be a Christian. A Christian doesn't mean that I've just signed up and I checked a little few boxes and, you know what, well, I live in America, so I'm a Christian. That ain't what Christianity means. I, well, you know what, uh, we had a church down the street when I was a kid, so I'm a, I must be a Christian. No, a Christian is to be Christ-like. It's to be like him and the example that he set. So if I'm a Christian, he's, I died to self and I rose again, just like he had to die. Y'all with me? Now, I'm, in, I'm walking in power now. It's God in me and I'm alive and well because of him. And so he says here, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things, what? Which are above. Seek those things which are above where Christ sits on the right hand of God. See, this world is all set up. What do they do? They push this on TV. They're going to push, uh, especially the rappers. They do this, man. They got gold grills and gold chains, gold, just everything, man. What, that stuff can't even be comfortable. I'm just thinking, like, really? What is going on, man? That, I mean, but that's... The carnality. That is, what if somebody came up and said, hey, uh, we just want you to know all cameras are off. Nobody sees you. They would want some attention. They're going to go try. Listen, if you flashing and nobody sees you, you don't feel that important. Come on, what if you had the latest car, you, you're just rolling, flossing, nobody notices you. Well, you know what happens with rich people, like really rich people? They don't care. They don't do it for the recognition of the world. That's why you got some billionaires that drive Toyotas. They don't care, man, about everybody recognizing them. That's a lower level carnality, amen? And so it's okay to have nice things, but don't sell out to get them. It's much better when Come on, somebody, you get the blessing with no sorrow at it. You know, it ain't really a blessing when you get that car and you, then you get that payment. And you're like, woo hoo hoo Say what? <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden the rims don't look that shiny anymore. But when it's God, when it comes from the kingdom and you tapped in, I'm talking about, man, Solomon had, come on, he had stuff he didn't ask for. Why? Because Solomon was never in it for the riches. Solomon was in it to please God. If you would be in it to please God, how many know pleasing God can get you some riches too? But we can't never be in it for the riches. We got to be in it for pleasing God. See, and Solomon told God, said, what you want? And he says, I want wisdom to govern the people. And he says, you know what? Because you didn't ask me for all the riches and all the this, all the that. I'm going to give you all that anyway. Because I just want to bless you. Well, this is the God we serve. But yet this world is tricking us. You got to sell out. 
Oh, you ain't got time to be going to no church. See, you go to church, this is where you get downloaded. Information comes to you and you take it from here and you go and expand on it. Yes. This right here is life-changing information. Life-transforming information. You get some stuff here, you can, because this is that one place where you can come and sit down for a little bit and get taught. And now you take what you get out of here and you learn it. You read it again. You listen again. You let God develop it. And all of a sudden you start to be able to apply biblical principles and you see that you are starting to now dominate in this world system. You're not of it, but you're dominating it. That's how you can be the top in your field, no matter what field you're in, because you've connected to a higher source, a higher system. But if you don't tap into this, then you will become oppressed and even sometimes enslaved by this world system because you will only do what they tell you you can do. You can only have what we said you can have based on how much we pay you. That's not kingdom. What do you mean? I, I, that's, all, that's all the money I got? No, there's no shortage in the kingdom. That's why he's saying, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. I'm talking about God to open up the winds of heaven on you and pour out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. You can't get that from a job. Amen? Now, I'm not, you know, y'all know where I'm going. Be thankful for the job you got. That's a blessing. But they don't own you. Amen. And and really, I, I don't have time to get into it tonight, but really the only reason you're over there is because it's a kingdom assignment. I mean, you're not you're really never at any job for money. You might think I'm over here because they pay me more. That ain't why you're there. You're there because God's got you on kingdom assignment and somebody needs to see your light shine. And some other people that maybe you won't even talk to, they might get saved just because you are showing up over there. And yes, you get paid or whatever. But when your assignment is up, God said, I'll move you somewhere else. Right. See, if we live like that, we won't sell out. We won't sell out for the job. We won't let the job squeeze the love of God out of us. Amen. Praise God. Go to Romans 8. How much did I read in here? Okay, so I, never mind. Stay right here. Colossians. I didn't even finish this. If you, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Next verse. Set your affection on things above and not on the earth. Next verse. For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ and God. See, that's what I said. We got to die. We're going to be risen with him. So you're dead and your life is hid with Christ and God. All right, now go to Romans. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. And so Romans chapter 8 and verse 6, he says, For to be carnally minded is death. So we live in a carnal world. So if you find yourself uh, driven by the things of the world, thinking of the things of the world, the things of the world motivate you most. He says here, for to be carnally minded is death. Y'all see that? So the end of that is what? Destruction. 
So I need to put my mind on the kingdom. How do I do this on a day to day basis? I like to give you practical application. You ought to just wake up in the morning and just thank God first. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up. I know that I'm only still alive because you've got something to do with this life. See, you're not you don't get up in the morning and and you're just on with everything. And it's all about what you got to do. At some point, you got to say, Lord, I know that I'm only still here on planet Earth because you have something you want to do with this life. So let me right now, while I have a chance, let me present myself to you at, come on somebody, Romans 12, 1 and 2, let me present myself to you as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you, which is my reasonable service. And I'm going to make a pledge to you right now, God, that I will not be conformed to this world, but that I will be transformed by the renewing of my mind, that I'll be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of yours. Let me start my day. How is that versus get up, running late, got to get to the, come on. They dominate you, man. That's why they call a job a slave. Because they'll dominate you if you let them. But if you just say, that's okay. I know what time I got to be at work, so what I'm going to do? Back that alarm up. Because I'm not about to go out here with a starving spirit man. See, I'm running out here with low oxygen. How far are you going to run before you collapse? Then you need Holy Ghost intervention to come over there with some shockers to try to get you back. Amen? I say, no, no, I'm going to prioritize. Kingdom versus carnality. Who's going to win? It's got to be kingdom. It's got to be kingdom got to be the choices we make. So for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Next verse, he says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Next verse. So then they that are in the flesh cannot, y'all see that? Cannot please God. If I am living after the dictates of this flesh, I cannot please God. Now, I don't have time to get into it, but that Romans 8, you should read it on your own time, but it, it goes down further and says that, you know what? We are led by the Spirit, and God's Spirit is alive in us, and He teaches us, and He shows us. He even bears witness with our spirit that we belong to God. So if you want the help, it's there. Amen? And you're not going to, Cut God off and follow after the world. Now, what you have to understand is you cannot. Let me say this before I close. This is probably one of the biggest controversies in the church. You cannot do both. You cannot do both. You cannot serve this world and serve God. Can't do both. You can't. You can't do both. You can't do both. I know that's not popular. That's not popular. But I understand. I understand that kingdom principles and kingdom preaching ain't popular. Nobody to tell you to turn tell your neighbor this and turn and tell your neighbor that and high five your neighbor 
and tell them that help is on the way and 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 you got money coming your way and and, and you got this on the other side of the hill and one sunday morning uh, he got up with all power and it ain't nobody to tell you to do all that stuff man because it's kingdom principles and i love the fact that everything that he said was echoed last night and it's been echoed since the very first preacher's corner kingdom is what we are kingdom is what we preach we're just now i i, I can always already guarantee people starting to say well now they they took they told about the kingdom if you understood what the kingdom was, you understand that maybe D Mayberry has been preaching about kingdom. We preached about prioritizing, not compromising your standards, being holy. So we've been preaching kingdom. We've been preaching it. This is nothing new. This is just a different word that we're using to present the same thing that we've been presenting for. 20 years of preaching, 12 years of preaching. Hey, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. And carnality is what we're not. Yeah. But we have to get the principles down. I know, I know, I get it, I get it. I can't take all that slow talking. But listen, you ought to be tired of emotionalism. Yeah. Leaving out the same way that you came in. You ought to be sick and tired of 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 of, of, of crying out your and sweating out your 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 best Sunday suit and still a hellion. You ought to be tired of that. It's time for us to come out of emotionalism, religion, and apply some kingdom precepts and concepts into our everyday life. It's going to take some sacrifice. Yeah. It's going to take some sacrifice. Take sacrifice. And carnal people don't it's like sacrifice. sacrifice. <laughs> carnal people Woo, say that do again. not like sacrifice. We like that microwave faith. I need it quick. I need it fast. This ain't, this ain't, I ain't getting saved quick enough. I ain't got blessings quick enough. But we don't understand that it's going to take some sacrifices. Going to worship at the church opposed to clicking on YouTube is a sacrifice. That's right. That's a sacrifice. That's right. But the world has made us lazy. And it made us convenient. Well, we can sit back and not with our hair shoes on. I ain't got to comb our hair. We ain't got to do any sacrificing to go take what we've got in our study time and our prayer time at home. There it is. A lot of us ain't doing no sacrificing and praying and studying on our own. So we can't enter into the gates with thanksgiving. We're only entering in with our hands out, out to receive. Nothing to bring to the temple, only with the mindset to take something out of the storehouse. Yeah. That's a carnal mindset, religious mindset. Right. We have to apply 
some type of sacrifice. I'm going to go, not just going to go take my tithe and offering and think that my tithe and offering gonna get me into heaven, into the kingdom. The devil is a lie. That God don't need your money. I'm trying to help you. God don't need none of that. He already has everything. All of it's his. Even that little old dime that you said that you was saving, uh, uh, putting aside for Sunday morning. It's already his. So we have to have sacrifice. I say it all of the time. Anything worth having is not easily obtained. We have to work out our soul salvation. Work out our soul salvation with fear and trembling. That's work. Sacrifice. I love the fact that what he said, you go to the gym, you don't automatically get muscles. You don't automatically Just because you walked into Planet Fitness don't mean you're going to be a, a Hulk Hogan, a, a bodybuilder. You're going to have to actually put some weight on them balls. Right. You actually gonna have to change your eating habits. You actually gonna have to cut back away from some things in order to build that muscle. So that's the same with our uh, our faith. Mm -hmm. We have to build on our most holy faith. Gotta build on it. Yes. You gotta build on it. Sometimes you have to do something you don't feel like doing. You gotta do it. All of my, my entrepreneurs, my, my business owners, you have to make sacrifices. If you don't do it, it won't get done. If you don't do it, it won't get done. So sometimes we have to do some things that we don't like doing. We got to go talk to some people that we don't want to talk to. We got to go congregate with some people that we don't want to be around. You have to implement some sacrifices within your life. We got to understand that it's not all about us. It's all about him. It's all about the growth of our, the inner that he's already placed on the inside of us. Yes. And that's the kingdom of heaven. That's right. Maybe what you got. You know, um, I was thinking when you were talking, I said, Lord, have mercy. Think about it like this. When you talk about kingdom principles, it is everything biblical that has been placed in the Bible for us to live a, right. per a perfected life, right? A full life. The Bible tells you how to enter into the, into the church it tells you how to get God's ear. It tells you why to tithe so that you can increase your finances. It tells you men when you're looking for a wife, how to find one. And when you find her, how much favor you're going to obtain from finding the right one. It tells mothers how to sacrifice for your children. Right. It tells us how to love one another. It tells us how to kill our flesh. This is our kingdom. It was the Bible was created for us to win. Every principle in the word of God that we preach or we teach was designed for us kingdom citizens to win. Never for us to lose. That's why right. I like the song. Um, I think it's Donald Lawrence. They say, let's get back to Eden and live on top of the world. On top of the world. Because when God first created man, he created us with a purpose to live a perfect life. A purpose for life. Full of purpose, full of love, full of joy. Man failed. 
not God. Man right. failed, but it was for us to live an abundant life, live in abundance. Like the, the, the preacher said last night, kingdom is abundance. The glory of God is full of the abundance of God. And that's where he designed us to live. I like when he first started out. That just made me think about that when you were talking about that. I like when he said we were designed to live and function in the kingdom from the very beginning. That was us. That was who we were. We were supposed to, we were designed to live and function in the kingdom of God from the very beginning. It said it's the rule and reign of God. It's not a place. It is principles. It is the ruling and the reigning of God. It's his dominion and his authority. That he gives us. We we can walk in it. It's ours too. We're part of the kingdom. That's like if we if we inherited land and when we die, our children automatically get it. If we die with no will, guess what? It's still going to the children. If we die with no will and we've got right. land and houses and cars and all this stuff, it's going to our children without a will because that's how it, that's the process. So God being our father, all of these principles, his ruling, his reigning, his dominion, his authority is ours. It belongs to us. We possess the same exact qualities that our daddy possessed. But we have to know who we are in him. I'm going to tell y'all something. This morning, during my prayer time, when I got up, off my knees, God was dealing with me about sacrifices. Wow. And it's crazy because, you know, we say that sacrifice is giving up something. And y'all know what God told me? He said that sacrifice isn't as hard as I think it is when it when it relates to him. Right. God told me this. And I wrote this down, y'all, before we started. Me and Pastor didn't look at it prior. We looked at this with y'all today. Yeah. I wrote this down earlier before we started at the bottom and I, I, I X it out on purpose so that I will remember. Listen to this. God told me in prayer. He said, sacrifice is not giving up. It's not giving up. Think about it in this sense. He said, it's giving over. He told me, when you sacrifice for me, you're giving over to mm. me. That's you're true. giving over your your ideologies. You're giving over your mindset. You're giving over your life. You're giving over your fears, your cares. He said, because one thing about people, he said, nobody likes change, pain, or loss. Lord have mercy. Oh, God. My God, my God. He said, nobody likes change, pain, or loss. He says, so don't say that when people are sacrificing something, they're giving up something. He said, you're not giving up. You're giving over. He said, you're giving over to me. You're turning things that you cannot handle over to God. My life, I couldn't handle it on my own. I wouldn't be sitting here today on my own accord. I probably would still be out there on drugs somewhere. I wouldn't be sitting here on my own, saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost on my own accord. There is no way that I would have the mindset that I have today 
on my own accord. I would have never said yes to his will and yes to his way on my own accord. And I'm still, I'm talking about kingdom. Because this was mine. This was mine. Before I made a choice to even take it. It was already mine. Everything in the kingdom, everything that belongs to God, it was already ours. Already. It was ours. We were lost. We was lost in carnality. It said our life should be built on kingdom principles and not the carnality of this world. Sacrifice is not about how you feel. It's something that must be done. Sacrifice ain't gonna, you're never gonna feel like sacrificing. If it, if it means coming to church in person or watching online, nine times out of ten, we're gonna watch online. Yeah. Nobody makes sacrifices that they want. But did y'all hear him say though, but you'll get up and go to work every day? You don't want to, but you got to. Because if you don't go to work two or three days, they're gonna write you up or you're gonna be looking for a new job. Why is it that we can jump to the consequences of this world? Like we don't have consequences in the kingdom. There is a consequence. For every action, there is a reaction. For every reaction, there is a consequence on both sides, kingdom and carnal. But we don't never jump for the consequences on the kingdom side. Right. We just say, God know my heart. <laughs> and he do. He said it's desperately wicked. Who can know it? He knows it. He knows our heart. But you got to get out of that carnal way of thinking. He said, you can seek the world all day, but there is no advancement in seeking this world. There is no advancement in the kingdom when you seek worldly principles. How can you advance the kingdom? Thinking about what the world thinks about you. That's why when we preach it, you know, y'all know I'm good for saying it. I know you're mad and I don't care. Because one thing I've learned in my walk with God, if I worry about how people feel every time I open up my mouth to speak about God and what God requires of us and that there is a standard, nobody will be saved. Not even me. What you what you heard, what he said about, uh, he said all the ones that, that talk kingdom principles, nobody like. Nobody like them. Nobody like them. No. They had a lot of haters. Yes. Who that sound like? Yes. Who that sound like? We we got we got people that come in, go out, come in, go out. The whole the whole entire broadcast every time that we're on, and 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 it's as if we don't we we can't see all of the numbers sitting in front of us right there. And so we we got a little joke going in between ourselves. Look at it, they didn't like that. And, you, and when he start talking about certain things, we see the numbers go down. If we actually cared about the numbers. We stopped a long time ago. So we understand that this type of, of, of movement, this type of, of kingdom building is necessary in this hour. I'm man enough and she's woman enough to carry the load and carry the torch and sound the trumpet before the people of God and warn. They, like the man of God said, hey, the church need to be saying, hey, y'all come back over here. Everybody going on to another. The, uh, YouTube channel where there's a lot of carnality going on. There's a lot of mess going on. A lot of bickering and complaining. A lot of violence. A lot of cursing. A lot of nudity. Nothing that resembles kingdom. Yeah. And so kingdom is not 
popular. That's why it's hard for a kingdom principle channel to grow. We can do sports. We can talk anything worldly. And it'll blow up your way. But when we talk about the sins and the wages of sin is death. That ain't popular. We don't want to hear nothing about no change. We don't want to hear nothing about no, no change whatsoever. We like lying, shooting, stealing, and killing, selling dope, money, sex, and drugs. We, we, we love that. Homosexuality. We love controversial topics. We love that. We love carnality, the things of the flesh, but we are not geared towards. We don't gravitate around towards things that'll change our mindset, things that'll change our heart, things that'll change our speech, things that'll make us better individuals, things that'll unify us. It's like pulling teeth. Even to get the members of our own church to sit through a full preacher's corner. Yet the entire world on a podcast is gravitating to it. Like pulling teeth. You know what? And and that's that's a that's that's scary to me. Mindset. That's scary because whenever, if you really have a mind to serve God and you you mean Jesus and that's really where you want to end up is in heaven you have to you got to know the principles and look that's why I started out talking about how the Bible directs us in the way we should go that's right there is nothing in the, there is you should not you cannot tell me you can come sit inside and sit in a church and you're lost and, and you're Something not and not you. changing and you never change. Never change. Something's wrong with that picture. I can come in, smell like alcohol, not been there ten years. That, that don't no, make sense. that that's a that's a that's that's a uh insubordinate stubborn demon that wants to come taunt. But we we've been seen a long time ago. But we understand to let that fool alone and let that fool do what he do because that individual and that demon they want each other. So by all means, you can continue to have the circus in your life, but the rest of the individuals they gonna get changed. Y'all listen, I have come to this to a place in my life where I understand it doesn't hurt as bad as it did letting people go there was just some people I'm, I'm not going to toil and fight and season and pull a bye-bye and struggle with people that don't want to be saved I just don't have time because the way God is coming back for his people the way people are getting called home even folks that ain't going to heaven the way people getting up out of here, I don't have time to go to do the back and forth. When I when I look at my Bible and I see everything I need in this book, how to progress in my book, I don't have time to wrestle with a person that is combative and they keep telling me that this don't work or they're confused or why am I preaching this or why don't don't. Why are you worried about what somebody is preaching? Get what God is saying to you. Why are you being weird to me? <laughs> I'm just trying to help you. Yeah. And the enemy, I said that to say this because he touched on something that was so good to me. He said, carnal people go out of their way to go push out their, their agendas. 
He says, so you must, must push God's agenda because carnality has taken over the church. That's right. Carnality has taken over some of our churches, y'all. It says carnality has taken over some of our churches and is pulling people out of the church. We don't have, we don't have time to play with the devil at all. If people don't want to be delivered, y'all see. I normally I sit there and I try to pull and, 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 and I'm and glad pray I'm and, glad you brought that up. A couple of weeks ago, we 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 were live live broadcast and the and the and the broadcast was based upon commitment. And it, and it it started off talking about being committed to certain things and 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 uh, we we had Bishop Jake's on that night and then all of a sudden the the video cut off somebody went all the way out of their way to disrupt the broadcast that had nothing to do with their kingdom right but had everything to do with his kingdom yes nothing but the enemy that is so that's crazy nothing but the enemy. they went all the way out of their way not once but twice all the way out of that's an agenda they go all the way out of out of their way two times in a row ironically the past two videos that we've we've uploaded and and we went live the whole entire time that we broadcast we've never had a dislike we've only had likes these two particular videos were disliked by an individual that went all the way out of their way with an agenda. <laughs> Either way it go, whether you like it or you dislike it, it works in our favor regardless because the algorithms work. So whether you hit the like or whether you hit the dislike, it helps the video. So by all means, pick one or the other, but pick the one that's kingdom and not carnal you know you know what the thing is it's such a battle you know between the 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 flesh and the spirit is such a battle anyway and and then with god and the enemy fighting on our behalf you know god is fighting for us on a daily basis heaven is suffering violence hey man i look at and, it like that are, man if we were doing something right it would it'd be too easy yeah, because you know what? I, he said something that struck me. He said that, he said, we got to understand the power of the kingdom. We have to understand the power of the kingdom. Right. It is powerful. Got to agitate that double. It, it, it makes people mad. Yeah. Whenever you come to the knowledge of who you are, you the devil got a problem. That's why I asked y'all a couple of what a couple of weeks ago. I said, "How does it feel to be a problem?" I know y'all didn't get it. God told me He asked me that. How does it well, feel? You, well, you got to gotta be a explain problem? it because it wasn't recorded on HLD TV. So you got to go back and explain to the people of God that wasn't at our deliverance what you meant when you said whatever it was that you said. <laughs> God gave me a message, and uh, all. All month we have been dealing with rebuilding and restoring and reviving. And so uh, God gave me a message and had me to ask a question. How does it feel to be a problem? Because God told me that the oil that had been placed on my life was going to cause problems for the enemy. 
He told me that. The oil on my life was going to cause problems for the enemy. And he took me to the parable of the five wise and the five foolish virgins and how they wanted the oil that the that the wise virgins had because they were prepared because they didn't know if the key if the bride's groom was going to tarry or not but because it took him too long they were prepared but the other five was not and god told me there will be people mm, that will come against you because of the power of the oil that's on your life there will be people that will come against you that are angry of the anointing that rests upon your life there are people that are angry about it that know us that are angry about the oil that god has placed on our life he said don't allow people to prostitute the gifts that have been placed on the inside of you and 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 what's another thing that makes them mad is that we know yeah <laughs> and don't have a problem letting you know that we know when your kingdom is is you're gonna be a problem yeah and the enemy comes in because he knows that you are a problem the problem <laughs> yeah he yeah. knows that you are a problem and see when when you're a problem I got to put this in, in in front of your day. I got to make you mad. I got to I got to put this, and they know they they the enemy knows what's near and dear to you. That's so right. if he can't get to you, he go to your kids. That's right. If he can't get to your kids, he go to your money. If he can't get to your money, he go to to your mother. He'll go to your father. He'll go to your husband or to your wife. Whatever that is near and dear to you, that's what they going after. When they understand that you are a problem, yeah, your problem, your problem to the kingdom of hell, yeah, yeah, the he devil's said, kingdom. He said that God surrounds the righteous with favor like a shield, like a shield. That was good to me, yeah. It said He surrounds you with favor like right. a shield. <laughs> Ooh, he said, this world isolates you from God. And the love of the world squeezes out the love of God. My Lord. The love of the world squeezes out the love of God on the inside of you. The love that you have for God. The world squeezes it out because it overtakes. It can't help but it takes over. So one, one of them is going to win. Yeah. Either kingdom a carnality. Which one you picking? Y'all put it, drop it down on the screen. Which one you picking? Kingdom or carnality? Y'all tell me which one y'all going with. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Kingdom versus carnality. Come on, drop it. That 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 first John, the message Bible, first John version where he said it 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 squeezes, squeezes out the love of the Father. It's in other words, it chokes out the, the love, love of the Father. Yeah. Anything that's of the world, the, wor the, the love of the Father is not there. It's not in them. That's what the Bible said. I always, I, I, told, I told my brother the other day, and he laughed, boy, he laughed. I said, it hasn't, 
I haven't been wrong not one single time. For those that know me, know me that I'm a huge Cowboy fan. I'm a huge Cowboy fan. And I, I wasn't even aware that the Cowboys played at 12 o'clock this past Sunday. Normally, when the Cowboys play at 12 o'clock, the church house is empty. I know that is how it is at our church. Uh, it's empty. A lot of brothers are not there. And I said a couple of years ago, brothers, will y'all stop staying home on Sundays because y'all are causing America's team, God's favorite team, to lose. Yeah, you did. And I haven't been proven wrong yet. Every time the brothers stay at home, we lose. <laughs> Y'all, because we don't seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. Go give God his time, man, and catch them boys at halftime. Yeah. Every time I catch the boys at halftime when we got a a, a a church full of brothers, oh, we can watch the game together and and, and we come out victorious. I, 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 you can call it superstitious or whatever, but never fail. It never fail. We get blue off the the map every single time. Every time. Every time. Every single time. Mm, mm, mm. Seek ye first. The kingdom of heaven and the rest shall be added unto you. I understand. I got it. I got it a long time ago. Yeah. I got it a long time ago, yeah. man. Yeah. I got man. it. Man. I, I pray that everybody else just come along and get it, man. Pray y'all been blessed. Pray you been blessed. Lady Mayberry, find a word. I'm going to leave this thought with you. Whatever you do, don't starve your spirit. Say it again. Whatever you do, don't starve your spirit. I believe you need to say it again. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't starve your spirit. My Lord. Make that we, flesh pay. We be we be feeding that flesh, boy. Make your flesh, flesh we, pay. We feed that flesh pornography, uh, strip clubs, uh, uh, happy hours, uh, uh, gossip. Uh, 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 what what you call them boards, boards and squares that you pay on, uh, yeah. play the game. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, a lot of old tickets. We feed that flesh a lot of things, yeah, but we don't give our spirit enough to chew on that flesh fat it's and the bad hot. thing about it is that flesh got nothing to do with your spirit man nothing to Boy, do with spirit y'all i read something i do believe it's in romans y'all go read romans 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 7 start at the 7th chapter yeah that's where it's good that's where when we i preached one time uh when they say i, I would do good but evil is always present it's in that portion but start at seven lord it'll help you it's it's full of kingdom versus carnality full it's full of it yeah brother wasn't say obese the flesh obese i'm telling you yeah make that flesh pay make him pay make him pay make him pay by feeding yourself the word of god daily get on your knees and cry out to God. Make that your first fruit of the day. Before you do anything else, I'll make sure I get on my face. Because everything after that is how God is going to direct me with divine direction. 
Nothing else matters. I have to do that first. Give God time out of your day. Now I can do an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, and read my word and study and lay out before God. But you may not have time to do an hour, but give him some of your time. You hear that man say he got fruit? You got fruit because you, you're feeding your spirit. That's right. When your spirit is in the right place, you're gonna you're gonna reap benefits. That's why I made a post today about prayer, how important prayer was. The Bible say man ought to always pray and not faint. You you gotta always be praying so that you don't give up. <laughs> so you don't throw in the tile, so that you don't get tired. You gotta feed your spirit with prayer, fasting. And that word. Got to. Then apply it. It's a must. To be kingdom. It's a must. To be kingdom. It's a must. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. People, when people want to lose weight at the gym, he made a good point about that. He said, you don't go right in and just get muscles the first day, but I'm going I'm to take it further than that. When people sign up for a gym membership, it's because you have a goal in mind. And you don't reach that goal the first week that you're there. You may see, you may drop a pound or two. Right. But it don't get intense until you start seeing results. That's right. Or then you start going to the gym five days a week, you know, where you was going two or three. But as soon as you start seeing that the diet along with date them three days a week, exercising, Zumba, whatever, I'm a witness. When I saw that I was capable of losing five pounds in one week, baby, I upped it from three days a week to five. Then I started going six. We was working out six days a week every day except for Sundays. We even went after church on Wednesday nights. I got dressed at church in the women's bathroom because it got deep like that. Because I had a goal to, uh, to obtain. And because of that, my hunger changed for what I was after. I got hungry enough that I started looking up online different ways to lose more weight and what I can do to fight the, you know, get rid of belly fat and all kind of stuff. What kind of crunches that I should do? How do you do it? For mothers that have got X amount of children, baby, it made me hungry, so I started seeking. I'm trying to help you right quick. Man, we are playing pool. She doing top of Yeah, tips. I'm walking around doing uh, I was doing Zumba. We were shooting pool. But while I was waiting for my turn, I was doing my Zumba moves. Trying to make sure I didn't miss a beat. Same way you got to be for kingdom principles. When you find a nugget that you see that, oh my God, I didn't understand it like this. Take notes. Take that nugget and apply it to your life. That's right. Live it out loud. It works. We're not just up preaching and, and, and wasting our time. We, You do this. You're applying the stuff that we're preaching. Apply it. Watch right. it work in your favor. I just told you all the things that the Bible tell you how to increase on. It's just not for you to get slapped across your head with. Right. It, do, it, it brings correction. It should. It does. It does. And and what I, what I realize is um, it was said to me. Uh, a couple of weeks ago a couple of weeks ago by by an outsider that well, what I mean by outsider somebody that's not a physical member at our church and they said uh, maybe 
them folks don't know what they got. Yeah. He say I visited y'all website, man. You got you got curriculum for for them to study online. You got the preachers corner Monday, Tuesday, and then you got Bible study on Wednesday, and then the preachers corner again on Thursday. He say, man. Uh, them people ought to be on fire. They ought to be what the scripture says. You are ready to teach. You, by now, you You're should ready. be yes. teachers. Yes. But 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 yet still, we 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 notice that. I, I mean, and it's not a requirement that you have to go on there to, to the. It's nothing, but it should be something that we ought to want to do if it's made available. Yes. And so what what I come to realize is, uh, uh, Monday Tuesday. It's literally Bible study. And then we added a Thursday. That's literally another Bible study. Preach going to literally church. And then to to go into the physical into the temple on a Wednesday could really be a burnout to the individuals that's teaching Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. That's five days straight and not seeing any change from the people that's surrounding it's good to see the change in 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 uh uh trinidad and tobago Porto, or port of spain uh uh denton texas and brisbane queensland jaloop and western australia it's good to hear that these individuals have downloaded the the, the app they that mean they downloaded a specific app not not saying youtube they ain't even came to the youtube channel yeah, because this YouTube. channel is only has a certain number that's there and it's been stuck there for a minute but the numbers that's on the actual podcast have quadrupled the numbers that we actually view where they can actually see if we're going by, if we were actually look, I have the analytics. I can see wh who's getting the benefit, and it's not the individuals in the vicinity, the circle. That's right. Half time, we shoot it to the inbox, and we know that it ain't being looked at because we're not seeing the lives immediately being changed. Then the question, fact, uh, look like there's a hit got the headlight shine on look like they're in the middle of the street when something is preached that came from one of these shows and if you look at every last one of the shows you understand where we're headed because everything is aligned yes. from day one of the preachers going on up to now we, we, we we've been steady sticking a steady pace everything that has been preached everything that has been taught everything and then we turn around and backdoor it on the sunday turn around and backdoor it on a wednesday so what we're going to implement on a wednesday night if we even have a wednesday night is teaching our people how to be discipled that's what that story with the five wise and five foolish was about right they they omitted the fact of being discipled they didn't want to be disciples they didn't be Teach them how to be, yes. how to be mentored. Remember, we just talked about that earlier, uh, uh, that earlier this month, late last month. How to be ministered to, how to receive. You gotta have, you gotta have that desire to want to be a student. Yeah. And if you don't have that desire to want to be a student, everything that we've been putting out there will fall on stony ground. 
and not I, gonna, and, not gonna see it. And I can honestly say I do see growth in some, some, yeah, some, and some, some, some particular people that I do see growth in like tremendously, right? And um, and I'm glad about that. And it's hey, just, man, and it's not to pick. hat proud pass, yeah. Proud and pass. it's just not to you know for us to get the accolades for, it, but to God be the glory because and the, and exactly what what the what the preacher's corner doing. Yeah. But what father? What father? What father or what mother doesn't want to see his spiritual children? Right. Excel. Yeah, do well. It's good yeah. to it's good to hear the accolades and 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 thank you, Lords, from the people that's receiving afar. Yeah. But what about the fruit that's right there under the tree? Right. I'm happy about I'm I'm yeah, praise the Lord about all the people that don't know us. Right. But what about <laughs> the people that walk beside us? Yeah. That's what I'm more concerned about right now. Yeah. I'm more concerned about the people that's right in the vicinity. God bless you. People in Oakland, Brooklyn, God bless you. Chicago, ATL, God bless you. And I'm mentor, I'm a mentor to five in Atlanta. I text them every day and they text back. They're appreciative of the word that they get. It, but again, that's out there. But I think sometimes, you know, I don't know. It, it's just, it's like that. I know other other ministers or, or other pastors and things that they are, it's the same way. And I don't get that, how somebody else is able to receive. And it may be, I don't know. Go ahead, spit it, spit it, spit it like you feel it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. We just have to be ready to receive kingdom principles you right. know it's just it's a hard thing to digest some of this is hard very very hard to digest because and i understand that this is what i was going to say i understand it's a hard pill to swallow for some and it's because when you have operated out of a carnal state for so long it's hard to switch partners you know right. and um and it's hard to go from one not, to be a partner or, or a homegirl to to a disciple. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing the thing for most people too is that he made it plain and said carnality is flesh, human, temporal, and worldly. Yeah. He said it has nothing to do with the spirit. Mm -hmm. So when somebody is trying to make that adjustment or that change to become better. Here come the world. You know, I have never, when I was out in the world, nobody ever told me that I couldn't dance or that I looked crazy after I got drunk as a skunk and was out there talking to my friends with funky breath or my hair was, you know, we, you know how girls, when you go out and you got your hair done up, but after you just sweat it because you didn't dance to every song they played and your hair, all your baby hairs and your front of your hair laying down on your forehead, nobody told you you looked crazy. Nobody told you that your outfit looked crazy or it was too little or too tight. Nobody told you any of those things. But it's funny to me how when people try to change for the better, that people criticize. Got a lot to say. Remind you of who you were. Tell you what you don't do right. Tell you that you're not saved. They got a bunch of negative stuff to say, but it makes sense. 
when you think about because the carnal people go out of their way right to push satan's agenda that's right they go he go they they gonna they do their job yeah they go out of the way to push the devil's agenda but we as kingdom citizens have to be in a place to push back that's where we have no fight it's like people that were rough in the world they come in church and they turn into punks yeah and ain't no punks in ministry we the bible say heaven suffered violence and the violence take it by force (laughs) take it yeah heaven is fighting (laughs) and we should be doing the same when people are pushing us we need to push back and we'll I'm push not back saying, with that word. yeah, I'm not saying slap nobody, cuss them out, none of that. Don't y'all get me wrong. Push back with Use that word. Use your word. You got the word of God. You got, you have, the fight is already fixed. All you have use to do your, is walk use your in dominion. it and use your, your, your power. Authority. Yes. Right. We have power mm-hmm. that we possess. It's laying there. Some of our power is laying dormant because we don't know how to make it alive. We don't know how to bring it alive. And see, and see, what what will really trip somebody out is somebody come uh, talking crazy to you, talking, cussing you out, and, and 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 instead of the, giving them the response that you would normally to say, I, I how I train myself is God bless you. But when you're ready to take it up to a, a notch in the kingdom, go ahead and rebuke. Say the go Lord ahead and rebuke. rebuke you. Yeah. Go ahead say and rebuke. the Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you. <laughs> Get thee behind me, Satan. Say that. Say that. Mm-hmm. Say I bind up every foul and filthy spirit, every plot, every plan. Just stop writing your check. Just start pleading the blood on that demon. Right. Right in front of him. Watch what happens. Yeah. Anybody got anything negative? Say just start pleading the blood on. Mm-hmm. It's time to take it up or not. It is. It's time to take it up or not. It stop letting. And that's and that's not. At first we were letting them make it. Time yeah. out. I'm saying just plead the blood on. Put a put go on here. Bow. Shundo them right there. What's the Shundo? The turnaround. That's the turnaround. Yeah. Wow. Watch that devil flee. Whoop. In Jesus' name. Right. <laughs> you got to do your head in Jesus' name. Right. Right. Put your head on the swivel. That's what coach used to say. Keep your head on the swivel, sir. You got to keep your head on the swivel. Yes. No one when that temptation is come, coming. Wow. Be ready. Be on your toe. Quick word. Yeah. Wham. I'll let you see you later. Bye. Yeah. We got the power to do And then they're going to go tell somebody. No. See, no, you're. Don't mess with that one. <laughs> uh-uh. I was broke for a month. Talking yes. about them. Come on now. I was. Man, I was homeless right after dealing with the, the, trying to drag their name through the mud. Them. Man, I almost got ran over by a truck right after I started to say it. I was, I ain't even say it. I was thinking it, and then something just whoop. Mm-hmm. Walk in your kingdom authority. Yeah, you have authority. You got authority. Final words. It's pretty long today, ain't it? Don't <laughs> press out of here. I hope y'all enjoyed the word. I, I enjoyed it. Um. I'm going to be praying that we all walk in our kingdom authority. In Jesus' name. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No? No. Right. I'm going to sing it. No. 
Father Lord. God in heaven, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for who you are, God. We thank you, Lord, for um, once again, God, opening our eyes, giving us yes, a revelation Lord. of what kingdom versus carnality looks like. God, we ask that you remind us, God, when we get in those hard places and we're fighting against that flesh, God cause our spirit man to rise up god calls us god to remember who we are and god calls us to apply kingdom principles to our life so that we can come out on top god you said that when we follow after the world we lose the right to experience the supernatural that you have caused us to walk in god we bind every foul and filthy spirit god that will come against us God, that will come against those that are listening, those that are trying to put those kingdom principles to use and apply them to their lives. God, we bind up every plot, every plan, every scheme, every attack of the enemy. God, we send it back to the sender from what's to come. God, but we lose your power, your authority, and your anointing, God, that you've already given us to walk in and to live by. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless y'all. Hey, Mary, go and hit it. It's your night. I can't see it. Uh huh. I can't see. I'm serious. It's like a blur. Yeah. What? Don't make excuses. Make it happen. <laughs> Start now. You don't know. Look right there. Look on the wall right there. Look right there. Biggest day. <laughs> Go ahead. Somebody been thinking about starting something. Mm -hmm. Don't wait to get perfect. Start now. Get perfect later. Uh -huh. Dream big. Use kind words. Say I love you always. We never know when our last day what our loved one will be. Say please and thank you. Always be grateful because nobody. And I mean, nobody owes us anything. Help others. Don't whine. Be silly. Keep calm. And carry on, Kingdom Citizens. Okay. That's our time. Salute. Damn. Yeah, Let's walk. in his production.